glossed over it on purpose because we were summing up a lot of story. But I'd like to take a look at Jacob wrestling there because oftentimes in our stories, like, you know, in the subheadings in Bibles, oftentimes, and definitely whenever it's referenced in, uh, in, in sermons, we say Jacob was wrestling with God there. Um, but I'd like to actually do, do the thing we do, which is take that three-step approach to Scripture here. And which, which we haven't had a chance to do in a while because we we've been trying to get through like stories that are really one coherent story, but they're about one guy and they're 13 chapters long. So right. we've had to sort of pre-summarize a lot, yes. whereas this is only 10 chapters, so we could actually read the text. Right, exactly. So uh, let's, um, let's, let's actually do that first before we, before we dive into it. 10 verses. I think I said 10 chapters. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, it's okay. The episode that came out this week, not this week as you were listening to it at home there, guys, but this week as I was listening to it right before we came in here to record, I somehow managed to say uh, Moses when I was talking about Abraham uh, with, the, uh, with the divided sacrifice. I was listening to it back and going like, oh. Yeah, they're they sort of the big two. It's kind of easy to confuse them sometimes. They, they know what I mean. I'm, I, normally, I confuse like Noah and Moses because at least they both have an O in their name. But like they here, both, they both came through the waters in an ark. They both yeah, there, there yeah. something. Yeah. So yeah. So so in any case, yeah. Um, just a slight apology for uh, the podcast you listened to about three weeks ago. Now <laughs> it was Moses. No, shoot, it wasn't Moses. It was Abraham. 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 Uh, who uh, went through the divided up livestock. So, anyways. You know what divided livestock reminds me of? What does it remind you of, Andy? It reminds me of wrestling. All right, let's talk. <laughs> right. Do you want to read this or am I reading this? I'll, I'll pick it up at Genesis 32, uh, verse 22. This is, in the, uh, this is in the NIV. And we haven't made this disclaimer in a while, so I'll make this disclaimer now. If you're driving, don't turn to Genesis 20, uh, 32, verse 22. Turn to Genesis 22. No, if you're driving, turn right. Make a legal U-turn. Go get me some French fries. Recalculating. <laughs> I always love that GPS thing when it would say recalculating. Like <laughs> The translation was, you're an idiot. <laughs> All right, anyway. All right, Genesis 32, 22. That night... Jacob got up and took his two wives, his two maidservants, and his 11 sons and crossed the ford of the Jabbok. (laughs) After he had sent them across the stream, he sent over all his possessions. So Jacob was left alone, and a man wrestled with him till daybreak. When the man saw that he could not overpower him, he touched the socket of Jacob's hip so that his hip was wrenched as he wrestled with the man. Then the man said, let me go, for it is daybreak. But Jacob replied, I will not let you go unless you bless me. The man asked him, what is your name? Jacob, he answered. Then the man said, your name no longer, your name will no longer be Jacob, but Israel, because you have struggled with God and with men and have overcome. Jacob said, please tell me your name. But he replied, why do you ask my name? Then he blessed him there. So Jacob called the place Peniel, saying, it is because I saw God face to face and yet my life was spared. So, there, there, there we have it. He did not give him the name, like, say, hey, I'm the God that you keep telling people that you belong to. 
or like you know I'm my name is I am that I am. He doesn't. He gives him no name. He actually actually asks him, "Why do you want to know my name? Here's your new name," and that's all we get. So let's break it down. Let's break it down. So what are the three steps? You said we have a three step process. Yep. What is you playing at home who have forgotten? What are the three steps? What's it say? What does it say? So let's come up with a brief summary of what's going on here. Well, Jacob sends everybody across the water. Now he's all alone. Yep. And then a man comes up and wrestles with him. He wrestles, and they wrestle for a long... You know how exhausting wrestling is? It's like, we we weren't joking about how the man comes out of nowhere, were we? No, there's just a verse. And he wrestled with a man all night. What? What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just sent everybody across the river. He he was all alone. And speaking of being all alone, he wrestled. What? And yeah, just the no no transitions. So yeah, he he wrestled all night. And wrestling is exhausting. Doing it for thirty seconds will make me want to take a nap for five days. So I cannot imagine wanting to wrestle for an entire night. I don't know if they took breaks or if they're like, okay, you know, like two points for you, seventeen points for me. But close to daybreak, the guy's like, hey. We should probably stop. It's almost tomorrow. And Jacob said, no, bless me. And well, like, okay, so he puts the man's, like the man puts Jacob's hip out of socket. Which is, awkward, which is also just sort of weird. Yeah. After having been wrestling all night, you'd think, well, well why didn't you pull that move earlier? Yeah. I, like if you, if, you, if you had that, that maneuver, like in, you know, in your tool bag, you, you probably could have gotten away with that one right there. But yeah, he puts his hip out of socket, and Jacob says, "Bless me," because yeah, that, that's the same thing that his uh, that, that he stole from Esau, who he's about to go see. Interesting. And um, the man asks him what his name is, and he wants to know his name back because I, I isn't that like common courtesy? Like, don't you like don't you want to like if you tell someone your name, you want to know their name? And he's like, "Nope, why? Like, why would you ask me my name? That's weird." Like. <laughs> Wait, what? Like, do we want to talk about why he doesn't want to give his name? <laughs> <laughs> but somehow, Jacob, uh, after after the man blesses him, and it's not very specific on what that blessing is. Like, you, It's very specific on what the blessing is when he gets the blessing from his father. But this one, it just says he blesses him. And um, then Jacob names the place, I've seen God, and or something. Which is where we get the, probably, section heading, Jacob wrestles with God. Yes. Which is... Arguably, what's going on here? Yes, it, it 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 could be it could be argued, and Jacob's new name Israel, which means I I fight everybody. <laughs> Basically, yeah. I fight with God. Means I, I with wrestle people. with God. <laughs> yeah. So, and and and, there, and so there, there we have. That's that's what it says. What in the world does it mean? Well, I think we we skipped step two, which is. Let's ask some questions. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, so... Uh, <laughs> All the questions. Where does the man come from? Why was Jacob sending his family across first, even though he already had a... Uh, uh, these people die first. It's like his Plan, yeah. Yeah, so like, was he even so like unsure about that plan that he was like, I'll just let the entire... Th- I'll start over from scratch and go like get more wives for 20 years. <laughs> Why does the guy have to leave at daybreak? Was he a vampire? What's up with the, uh, with the like touch of hip breaking? Yes, I, someone please show me that move. Yeah. Why does the other guy not want to give him his name? Yes. What? 
what 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 is the what is the why was it why is it what is it with the new name why does jacob get a new name here yeah how does what why does jacob get a new name and how does it work because it's going to get real confused here in the next few chapters because mm-hmm. he's still going to be called jacob all the time lot. all the time in fact he's going to get re-renamed israel three chapters from now and then god right after re-renaming him israel is going to call him jacob yes <laughs> so yeah yeah i i've had friends who like they, they 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 have nicknames for their kids and then they have middle names for their kids and i can't tell what their kids actual names are <laughs> i have no idea it, it, it is it is a mystery to me what they're so, yeah the same thing with jacob okay so i think that i think that covers the whole thing maybe the, the last question is was that actually god yes because Who, who's this guy he's wrestling with? Yeah, because because Jacob said, "I've seen God," so he was convinced that he saw God. Maybe in like the, being de- redefined. Maybe in the way that the guy said, "Hey, I'm not going to tell you my name." He was convinced that he had met with God, or but a God. or 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 a yeah a God yeah okay. There's a couple of different thoughts that people have of, of who this is. Uh, among the more popular thoughts is this is one of the uh, one of the angelic members. This is this is you know like a, one of the messengers of God who has been sent. Uh, this is pre-incarnate Jesus is another very popular thought that it's it, it's it's actually the Son before he has been been incarnated as Jesus, and so this is this is just God in in human form. And uh, others, it's like this is like one of his prophets, kind of like like a Melchizedek kind of kind of a dude, who showed up. Um, for for me for me personally, as as I as I approach the whole thing, the fact that he shows up at the exact moment when Jacob is alone is a, a much more like pointing to a divine appointment kind of a thing than just a lucky dude who showed up with the with the good timing. As a random like historical tangent, it actually assuming it's an angel or what the what the people at that time would have called a god, like an angel or some sort of divine being. Yes, actually makes sense of why he has to go at daybreak because they did actually have a vampire style belief about gods that they had to about like gods and spirits that they had to leave hmm. when the sun came up. All right. Well, that's right. So, so that makes sense. Weird. Um, I know. <laughs> the belief doesn't make sense, but your understanding of it makes sense. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Uh, but but uh, there, there, there's that. There's the, uh, there's the authority issue, too, that's, that's there. And I think that, that's really what, what, what tracks with the whole thing. That, the fact that, that the, the person he was meeting with had authority to rename him and to bless him. Uh, because only his father really had the authority to bless him. And uh, he'd been operating all this time off of a stolen blessing all of all of these years and here's someone who shows up and the only thing Jacob wants is a blessing and he tells him bless me and the man here has the authority not only to bless him but to give him a new name which is frankly for me an- another thing that points toward it being uh you know, pre-incarnate Jesus or you know, an angelic person being given the, uh, the, the, the the authority to do these things on yeah. behalf of God. Which is kind of important. I guess the distinction that we oftentimes 
make that they would that original like readers of this would not have cared about was exactly who it is because okay let me rephrase that because that doesn't make any sense um we get worked up about exactly who it is but the ancients wouldn't have cared because for them whether it's like an angel or no matter who it is if it's a messenger of god who's divine then that person is acting as if they are god like they are acting on god's behalf yeah so even apart from this like in ancient times you get all sorts of things where like a great king will send a messenger to another kingdom Mm -hmm. and if he gets mistreated the nations go to war because that's like directly an attack on the king himself yes like this if this guy is representing the king that guy is for all intents and purposes the king yes so like the ancients would have been like well if it's an if it's God or an angel, it doesn't really matter. This guy is acting in place of God. Therefore, he is, for all intents and purposes, God, right? Yes. Now. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, no matter how you slice it, though, yeah, you come back to the, the, the same thing, that this is this is a message that is being given on behalf of God. This right. is exactly. This is that, that, that's the business that's happening. And so when Jacob names it, I have, I have met with God. The who of it isn't, is not as important. It's, it's flavor texting for later for us. Who have read through the, the, the you know the the other half of the story, so we, we've we've seen the big reveal and the aha moments and the the prestige of the story. So we know that it's possible it could have been pre-incarnate Jesus, but pre-incarnate Jesus to them would have meant absolutely nothing. And so that's it, it, there's no reason to even get into it for 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 um, in Genesis. Yeah, yeah, because like we we don't even know how to begin to describe what what that would actually mean. Um, same thing with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and like the, the fourth person in the fire there. That it didn't. It for them, it didn't matter who it was. Yeah, like, for them, it mattered. It like it. It was. A, a, yeah, a like there have been yeah. there have been several times already, where you may be listening and be like, "Well, you should have mentioned that that could have been Jesus." And like, just calm down. We're still in Genesis. Yeah. When we when we get to Jesus, we can look back and see how that changes how you read the entire Old Testament. Yes. But for now, let's just get how the Jews were thinking, because that'll let us understand where Jesus is coming from. Exactly, exactly. And so uh, my, my big point that I come, come to this entire story, though, is like, you know, when we, we talk about the imposter syndrome, which is uh, the, the big part of why we're even doing this conversation in the first place, first place is the, the idea of, of pretending to be something because you want to be it so hard, but you know on the inside of yourself that you're not it. I, I, for, for me, that's, that's Jacob for the last 20 years because he's been operating under the assumption of that blessing that he stole from his brother. Whether or not that's, that's actually the truth, that's, that for me, that's, that's one of the, the bits of baggage that I actually bring to this whole story is that Jacob, the one thing that he asked for when he believed that he might actually have someone acting on behalf of, of God was an actual definition of himself because it was it's possible to have you know, have all those wives, all those kids, all that livestock be like richer and rich and have that be because he stole his brother's livelihood or his life or his future or something like that. And the one thing that he actually wanted was his own legitimacy, his own definition, his own life. And for, for me, that actually bears out when he gets a new name that doesn't mean trickster. It's not a much more like you know the graceful name. It's it's the jerk who fights God. But <laughs> well, and this is this is where it sort of ties into the discussion we've been having about whether you're, it's okay to like argue with God because mm-hmm. because one like the the point of view that says Abraham and Isaac like whoever's the representative 
part of the intercessor's job is to argue with God on behalf of the people. Yes. Like, all of a sudden, the name, the guy who fights with God, puts him, like, right in that line. Like, all of a sudden, he is definitely the heir to his father and grandfather with a special relationship with God. He is, just like his father and grandfather, somebody who's actually seen God. Yeah. He's like, this is, he's about to go back to Bethel, where when he was leaving, he went to Bethel and saw God for the first time, and it sort of set everything off, and now it's closing the door, and yeah, like what you just said, like there is sort of that, you're getting the beginnings of closure here. Yeah, and it's, it's like there's different kinds of attorneys, right? There's like, there's your like, your, your opening level public defense attorney, who's like, they get paid about $2 an hour to have absolutely no idea what they're doing but they're helping someone like fill in their constitutional roles right uh, and so that person argues law at a certain level and then there are the people who who actually present uh, cases in front of the like the American Supreme Court and you you could you could make that kind of connection like like a person who like argues cases in front of the Supreme Court is a person who argues with the Supreme Court you know, like that's that's the level of like juice they have going on in their life right here. Like, you know, like when you present a case, where do you present it? Oh, it's down at the county in front of Judge Bill. <laughs> it was like I I have a uh, I have uh, written exactly seventeen thousand pages that I'll be reading to the Supreme Court in two minutes tomorrow. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so so when 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 Jacob becomes Israel, the one who fights with God, it's like you know where do you present your cases? I present my cases in front of. God, I don't present my cases in front of one of His representatives, or like, or like one one of the the, the prophets who talks on His. I, I talk to God. And when He gets the part of the, some of the part that we more or less are going to skip, at the end when you're just like doing life, He goes back to Bethel to the place whose name literally means God's house. Yes. And He sets up what really looks kind of like a temple, and like this is a place where heaven and earth meet. Yes. Yeah. And it's funny because, like, when we talked about that last time, you know, we we, we talked about like the the presumptuousness of him, like, like when when he was there the first time, going like, "Hey, all right, cool. Well, you're gonna be my God, and I'm gonna be your Jacob, and that's what's gonna be what it's gonna be like. That's how it's gonna be." And and he goes, are you paying attention? <laughs> and he goes back there, having gotten a new name and been blessed by God. It's like, hey, this place looks familiar. I should probably. Uh, spruce the place up a little bit and actually do a thing that now that he's made me his, I'm going to go ahead and do it. Uh, one of the things we got to be honest about though, because like, it's a really nice, cute picture, perfect idea of like, God gives him a new name and a new identity and they all live happily ever after, except that Jacob sees still Jacob. Yeah. Except Jacob, despite having his name changed to Israel, keeps being Jacob. Yeah, he, no, no, no real new personality. His kids are still super jacked up. It's, it's, like, it's like when Doc Brown comes back to, like, you know, at the end of, like, Back to the Future, it's like, we got to go back to the future. Your kids are awful. It's like, <laughs> you wonder if Jacob, if, if he had a picture of what his kids could be like, it's like, uh, it's, Esau, Esau, I got a favor. <laughs> you know, he said you want to kill me? <laughs> what about our kids? <laughs> <laughs> on that note 
But we are going to come back to talk about that. We're going to talk about their shenanigans in, in mass. We're going to talk about the, the one of the victims of their shenanigans who pushes through, who is one of the first really virtuous characters we're going to see in this story and someone who you see a lot of, like, okay, Jesus is going to come through this family, and here is a, a, here, here's an example of some, of some virtue here that we can actually point at and be like, yes, finally, a good guy. And we may even one day cover some of the things we promised we'd cover. Yes, I, uh, I have been, I've been putting together a list, and we are going to actually uh, dive deep into some of these issues here. But uh, as, soon as, we, like, as soon as we wrap up, jo- Joseph, uh, we're gonna, we're, it's going to wrap us up on, on our, our first season of this whole podcast. And like, it's not that we're going like, to stop doing it's just going like, to show up in the podcast thing as season two. Oh. Which is cool. We should probably come up with some new art. Can you guys help us out with art? Like I, I, I took a really like like generic picture of the sanctuary we do this thing in and a microphone, and I, I, I think it looks fine and passable and all that stuff. But if you have like pictures you'd like to do, anything except for like you know anything that ever happens during a covenant, I would be completely okay with it. <laughs> completely happy with that. But uh, we will catch up with you guys next time here on the Unimposters Podcast.